Hey, everybody. You're listening to NC Shop Talk, brought to you by NC Carpet Binding. I'm your host, Mal Mayer. If you want to learn from some of the most innovative people in the industry and laugh a ton, then this show is for you. So let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. And I'm real excited about this episode. So let's just dive right into it. This is America, right? Land of opportunity. And I believe that with my whole heart. And our next guest does too. And he's living it. And then some. One of the hardest working and driven people that I've ever met is coming on with us to share his great American dream story and so much more. This uber talented interior craftsman, dedicated father, and American patriot has elevated his game and now runs a production division for a multi-multi-million dollar company. NC Shop Talk welcomes in Junior from Junior's Upholstery, and now also, for the last couple of years, Golf Cart King in Texas. Junior, thanks for coming on with us, buddy. Wow, what's up? Thanks for having me on. It's an honor. I'm so glad to have you, man. It's good stuff. Glad you're here, and uh, this should be a fun one. Yeah, let's dive into it. Yeah, even, even more than the fun is just the story so i don't want you to hold back give us what you can give us if i get a little too personal then you know you, you can yell at me but i'm going to really try to get into your story because i don't even know all of it um i know little bits and pieces okay. all right starting out first i know what your prized possession is and what your focus is and those are the kids you have you know three beautiful kids and what can you tell us about them I know they look up to you uh, as like Superman. You can see it in their eyes. Tell us about the kids, what you're trying to teach them, and who you want them to be. All right. So I got three kids, uh, Giselle, Nathan, Isabella. Um, what I'm trying to teach my kids today is, is entrepreneurship uh, and basically morals. You know, grow up, grow up to work hard, but also... Uh, not to get caught up in today's uh, like social media and all this fake stuff being posted online, you know? Yeah. So I try to limit their uh, internet access as best, as best I can, but they're also kids. So, you know, yeah, I, 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 I do the same thing as, I'm doing the same thing as you. I don't have my kids shooting off, you know, AK 47s and what, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I want to, my wife won't let me. So you got more control than I do, but um. Yeah, no, man. I mean, this world is crazy and we're all growing up. You know, I mean, you're younger, way younger than me. I'm 46. You're in your 30s. But, you know, we're all in the same boat. My kids are 10 and 12. And it's just it's to me, it's an epidemic. And we're raising the generation of kids in this country. And I'll be honest with you, it's going to be a horror show, you know, 10, 15 years from now. It, and because there's no discipline at home. The manners aren't out there. The social skills are useless because the parents use these devices like a babysitter and oh, they're yeah. happy to do it because they don't have to do anything with their kids, which is just disgusting to me. It's and, wild. Uh, it's it's crazy. I don't care if you're on the left, right or otherwise, you know, parent your kids. And if you're not and you're hearing this and you're offended, stop listening or or, or do your damn job. Be a parent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. I try to be involved as much as I can with them, you know, trying to manage work and family mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's hard, you know, and I work a decent amount of hours after hours as well. I don't think I come close to what you put in time wise, but, uh, 
you know, you got to have both. If we're doing all this for the kids, you know, what's the damn point if you're not going all the way with it? Right. All right. Tell us about where and how you grew up from the beginning. You know, let us all have it. All right. So I grew up in Los Angeles. Uh, I lived in Paramount for a while. And then I moved to uh, Compton. Um, basically went to uh, high school there. And that's where kind of things got a little out of control because I became one of those wild kids, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they say uh, you become a product of your environment. And that's that's true because that, that lifestyle, it, 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 it grabs you, you know? So I uh, grew up in Compton. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, started get involved. Are you, were you, are we talking like gang involvement? What are we doing? Uh, there was some gang, gang involvement, but, uh, I, I, I was a pretty smart kid. So I needed to try to avoid, you know, that lifestyle, but it, it's kind of hard growing up up there. Cause you're, you're going to get caught up in some stuff, whether you want to or not. Wherever you go, and you, you gotta you gotta latch on to a group of friends or you know whatever it is, and there it can go sideways real quick. But um, yeah, I mean, were you kind of forced into certain things? If you didn't do, you know, have that gang involvement or hang out with a certain group of friends, did you get ostracized? You get your you know get your your butt kicked? I mean, what happened? Uh man, it's at school. It's school is pretty tough. You know, you got to be tough going to going to school in Compton. Um, everybody everybody wants to you know, be Billy badass and, and kind of show off and stuff like that. So, um, it, it also depends on the, the type of people you hang out with, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Can't be easy. Um, when I was in college, we had a kid, you know, we're, we're going to college, obviously, you know, we're, was blessed with an easier upbringing than you far easier in there. And, you know, we're doing double session tryouts. Coach starts asking us, you know, where are you from? And, where, what do you do and all this? And we start running through and, um, you know, I'm at that time, you know, six one two twenty eight, shredded 4% body fat, the whole nine and in great shape and could handle myself, but you know, not a fighter by any chance, uh, by, by any stretch. And then he comes to this one kid, his name's Steve. And he's, you know, super quiet throughout the whole, you know, double sessions, tryouts, whatever you want to call it. And, um, <laughs> he goes, yeah, I'm from, uh, you know, I'm from a, you know, tough area in New Jersey, Camden. He didn't say tough area. I just stumbled for a second there, but Camden is a tough area in New Jersey. Brutal. I mean, mm-hmm. very similar to, you know, to Compton and, um, he's about 160, 170 pounds soaking wet, about five, five white as white gets. And, uh, I just like shook my head. Like I never would have expected him to be from the hood. So then we all started hammering him with questions and he goes, yeah, I'm small, white. I got my, you know, got my butt kicked a, a hundred times towards a weekend and just try to stand my ground and survive. And yeah. uh, he made it out. Yeah. Crazy. It is. Um, when did you first start sewing, you know, and what drew you to it? I first started actually sewing. Uh, I got into the, uh, well, I got my first taste of upholstery when I, uh, I had a truck that I took into a shop to get a quote this was back in uh 2018 i believe no sorry 2008 or 2009 Mm -hmm. around that time and took it in to get a quote 
and I was watching the guy, he was working on some stuff and sewing and I was like, man, I could do that. It's not, it doesn't look very difficult. So I ended up just going home and I bought some material from a local place and I just started doing it. Um, believe it or not, I had no clue on how to do upholstery, but what I used for glue was a hot glue gun to glue the material down. Wow. And uh, you could tell it was lumpy and stuff like that, but it turned out, it actually turned out pretty good aside from having the, when the hot glue dries up, it gets hard and you can see it from the, uh, yeah. Well, the I mean, that's your first foray into it. You don't know anything about, you don't know anything about anything. Um, but I think you told me once too, that your mom sewed. So you'd seen her over the years and I'm sure that definitely helped with the interest level. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would see her. sew clothing, mainly clothing. And, uh, I try to get her to teach me a couple of things, but she just wasn't too familiar with automotive side of upholstery, mm -hmm. but she showed me a couple little, you know, the basics of, of a sewing machine, sewing tricks, tips, all that. And, uh, it kind of went off from there. Yeah. Well, self-taught. Yeah. Self-taught to uh, fast forward to, you know, God, I don't know the last five, six years, whatever it is that I've really known you well. And I bragged on you for this on Instagram a million times over. I reposted all that stuff. Cause it just it blows me away. And those that have seen it, I'm sure it's, you know, it, it's, they've marveled at it. And if you haven't seen junior, so on Instagram, the guy is literal, I don't know, literally magic. I mean, Guinness book. <laughs> wow. Type stuff. Magic. He sews lightning fast while following a straight line to a T stops on a dime, then a turn stops on a dime again, another turn follows curves without slowing down. And all this with one hand, why one handed? Because the other hand's holding a freaking cell phone, filming it all. I mean, like what in the world and how <laughs> did you get that good? Uh, it's just hours and hours and hours behind the sewing machine. And uh, I've always been a one man shop. So it's not like I could have somebody stand behind me to record me. So I would just grab my phone with my right hand and I just guide the material with the left hand. Ridiculous. I mean, have, have, you've had to have messed up a few times because nobody could be that good, you know, outside of God, you're, you're going to screw up at some <laughs> point, but what, the, what are we doing here? And this is like, you're going hours and hours and hours of footage over the years, probably of sewing one handed and, uh, <laughs> yeah i don't know it's just it's still amazing to me yeah i mean uh you're you're actually one of the first persons that actually pointed out because to me it was normal i was just trying to put some content for my uh instagram page my social yeah. media accounts so i would just always record me sewing uh one-handed i've actually done french seams one hand i've had i've done welt one-handed just to try it uh obviously it, it is kind of difficult but i don't know well, don't do it without holding the cell phone steady either. Cause <laughs> I mean, there's guys out there, you know who you are and you're probably listening and your, your video skills are awful. Stop shaking the phone when you're taking videos, try to take something steady. This guy can sew and film better than you one handed, which is crazy. <laughs> All right. Your entrepreneurial spirit is, you know, always on full display. You own now two properties that I know of um, constantly trying to grow reading self-help books, listening to audio books and bettering your lot in life. Essentially. I, I'm pretty sure I know the reason why the kids, you know, what else is there? That's like 
you know, driving you to do this? Uh, basically, growing up in a in a low income household, um, that that's a big factor for me is is not having or going to school and not having the new shoes and asking for stuff. And I was like, oh, there's no money for that. And ever since since I was a young kid, I actually had my first job when I was 12, 11 or 12, just because I wanted that, you know, buy a pair of shoes or get a haircut or, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, but just I've, I've always I've always seen like, man, if somebody else can do it, why can't I? You know, what's what's the difference? Yeah. Everybody has the same 24 hours, you know, so if they can do it, I can do it. And uh, I got into uh, reading a lot on business, on taxes, on self-help books. Uh, you watch my social media stuff. But I'm always listening to uh, motivational videos mm-hmm. along with my kids. So if I'm on a ride to mm-hmm. take my kids to school, I throw it's it's just natural. I throw on a motivational video and they listen. And I make sure when there's something that that's being said on that motivational video that I feel I feel they should kind of take that to heart. I'll just replay it and be like, hey guys, listen to this. Did you hear that? And trust me, they're hearing it. They're listening even th- times when you think they don't. We are there. I don't know. We're there. They're a sponge and we're the water. I, you have to invest everything in these kids motivation put bad scenarios in front of them like hey look this is crappy things that are going to happen you either cry over it whine over it like most people do as evidenced on social media or just deal with it get over it move on and get better so yeah all these things are going to factor in your kids being rock stars one day it's just 100 percent. oh yeah exactly 100%. what's gonna happen yeah so um, i'm just trying to do my part and make sure i mean I, whenever I think about it, I kind of wish my, uh, my mom would, would do what I was doing with my kids, you know? Yeah. So I, I probably would have been a, a millionaire by now. Well, there's only so much time in a day. So now it's your job to, you know, elevate your, your kids' future. And that's what you're doing. Period. Yes, sir. So, um, this just came, uh, this just came to me. You have a new property. You bought a ranch. And before I, before I, I don't know. Let, tell us about the ranch first. Cause I'm excited about what comes after what you tell me. Go ahead. So I just bought a 13 acre ranch here in Texas. Yeah. Um, I've, it's, it's always been a dream of mine to, to have land. And, uh, this, this, this property is, is everything I wanted. And okay. I'm like 15 minutes from the shop. So, oh, that's even better. That's a whole yeah. roll out of bed. You're there. I like that. Not wasting time on the road is huge. Time is money. Time is money. You got a 30 hour, geez, 30 minute commute, 45 minute commute. It's not the end of the world, but you're in the car without traffic an hour plus every day. That's, that's an hour out of, you know, your time, kids time, money time. Yes, sir. Yep. All right. What, what, what are the plans for it? Before I tell you my plan, because I'm excited, go. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, my, you're going to like this, but I, let me hear what your plan is first, then I'm going to smoke it. Uh, I do want to get some livestock, you know, living in Texas. Um, my oldest daughter wants to be a veterinarian. Okay. And all my kids love animals. So nice. I figured I buy me a ranch, get some goats, horses. I 
now I have some ducks and chickens. I um, saw that. You got a ferret. That uh, my ferret. Kids, oh. My kids love animals. So, <laughs> and it teaches them responsibility, you know, because I make sure, hey, like, hey, you got to feed, you got to feed them. You got to clean all the poop. Yep. You got to do whatever it takes to, to make sure, you know, so it's, it's just, it's just preparing them for the future with, with an animal. It makes much. sense. Yeah. And it teaches them parental skills. They don't even know that they're learning. They're having yeah. fun with it and they don't even know what they're learning. It'll pay off again. It's the best of both worlds. Heck yeah. Okay. This is what I was so excited about. I couldn't even keep it under wraps, but this is what's going to happen. Now here's my plans for your new property. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have a big old industry party where we all come out two days. First day, let's like go hunting the night before in the dark. You know, hunting during the day, we're hunting night hunting, and we're not coming home until we have like a deer, a whole hog, or a bear, or something big enough to feed a hundred people. We pit roast that thing, you know, over a bonfire somewhere on your thirty acres, and I don't know while it's cooking, you know fire off a thousand freedom seeds as you call them and you know maybe get a couple of donor golf carts from uh you know golf cart king set up a track race the crap out of those things little demolition derby i don't know but this is how my brain works and i can't fix a damn thing but i just came up with an event we're doing it let's do it i <laughs> I'm, I'm all for it. i'm all for it let's go i'm, I'm volunteering you your wife's your, your house your family for 100 people and some chaos and bullets flying everywhere your your wife's gonna hate me uh she's used to it all right I'm, next I'm year myself so. next year we're coming out we're doing it let's do it all right now it's on you so you figure out what you want to do how you want to do it and uh we'll put a crew together and get out there all right so I'm, i gotta make sure i buy some more uh more freedom seeds well, everyone can bring their own. There's ammo. It is Texas. You could stop off, you know, I, I, I don't know, stop off at a gas station or otherwise and pick up ammo. So. <laughs> and the way these freaking 50 cents to a dollar around, it's ridiculous. You need a second job just to cover ammo. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Wild. All right. You're a big dreamer and you've made, you know, many of your dreams of, uh, uh, made many of your dreams a reality already as a kid. Was there a big dream in there, even though you grew up, you know, tough and on the poor side of things? Uh, I mean, as a kid, I guess you, you dream pretty big. Uh, I just wanted to be successful and and make my mom proud, you know. Okay. Uh, I wanted to be financially comfortable, and I'm 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 almost there. I haven't I haven't struggled to pay the bills or mortgage or what whatever it may be for a while now. But it's all right. through through you know discipline and the hard work, yep. And me just being a just being very relentless, you know. Yeah. Once no, I, I stick that. to something, I'm I'm going to get it done either way. Well, thank God. I like hearing that about the bills. Um, and I mean, what you're living it, but what's your dream now? I want to stay on this topic. I mean, you have a dream above and beyond what you're doing now. What is it? Yes, uh, I actually. I'm getting into the real estate, so I want to own a lot of real estate properties, um, businesses on the side. So aside from Golf Cart King, I want to have multiple streams of income. So whether it be uh, other small businesses or uh, obviously real estate is, is my main focus right now. Um, but I just want to be comfortable and be able to retire at, a, at an early age. That makes so sense. Just, That's a good dream. 
putting in the hard work right now and making it happen while I'm still somewhat young. Yeah, no, I like that. That's a good dream. Um, if you could sit down, have dinner with any three people, no family, no family that's gone or passed or otherwise, not your kids, not your wife. If you could sit down and have dinner with any three people, who would they be? If you can't think of three, give me one. Um, I'll tell you one. Uh, I listen to it pretty often as far as uh, singers. I got uh, Vicente Fernandez. Uh, let's see, Chris Ledoux, which is a country singer. Off the top of my head, that's that's probably two of them there. All right, so th- you just want to sit down, have dinner, and have these people sing to you, basically? No, just just <laughs> have a conversation and uh, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, there's some singing along, then th- that'd be awesome. If I could have Adele sing to me. That would be incredible. It's the only, only person I'd leave my wife for is Adele. Ah, uh-huh. I don't know what the the deal is, but I just she's incredible. I like how you know her personality and. Everything about her is just amazing. So sometimes music does get you. Um, this one, let's get serious for a minute because this is this is the story I really wanted to go through. And you know, I, I almost feel like it's almost not as important as what we talked about already because we just covered. You know, I kind of stretched out longer than I wanted to because it was just good. The content was good, but out of the blue, about three years ago, I get a phone call from. Someone I've never spoken with before. I wasn't tipped off about the call. didn't expect the call. Nothing. Um, the owner of Golf Cart King, Aaron, calls me and start talking. He says, hey, what do you know about this guy, Junior, um, from Las Vegas? It threw me a bit because we didn't know each other real well. And you had just probably a year prior bought a long arm from me. And I, I didn't know how to respond or what to say. I didn't have a lot of Intel on you, mm-hmm. but I could tell this guy meant business. I had to give him, you know, I had to give him something. So I just told him the truth. I, I said something along the lines of, you know, he just bought a machine for me a year ago. We haven't known each other long. He's so faster than anyone I've ever seen. Um, for sure has an eye for design and, and likes to shoot guns. And that made him laugh. I laughed and, you know, we talked for a little bit more and, you know, the only real exposure to him I have is on Instagram. And I could tell how driven and motivated this guy is. And I said to him, I said, you know, Aaron, if you're going cold on this and if you're going to roll the dice, it should be on a guy like him. And he agreed. And he said, yeah, it's, it's pretty much a done deal. We've spoken, but I just got to try to vet this guy a little more than I already have. And I can't find, you know, a reason not to, but I, I, and obviously I'm not the reason you got hired. You were already, you know, the front runner for this job, but I just thought that was, I don't know, freaking amazing. So I hung up, called you a few minutes later and I guess the rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't even aware that, that you guys had spoken about me. Yeah. Um, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm excited to be here. You know, it's definitely a big opportunity that uh, it, it it was a big opportunity, but it was also a, a super big risk for me just to get up and move from Nevada to Texas. Yeah, you're not just moving you. You're moving the whole clan, you know? But yeah, wife and kid, you know? Wife, kid, job, house, schools, the whole nine. Yeah, so I had just uh, 
I had just bought my house in Nevada in November of 2020. And three months later, I get this opportunity. Crazy. And uh, when we talked, you know, I was trying to get a feel for, for, for what, what the business was like, what, what's, what's your plans? You know, do you want me to build them from home and then ship them out? But uh, it was a lot bigger than that. He's like, why don't you just come out here? I'll fly you out and we can discuss in person. So I was like, okay, well, just give me about a week to think about it. You know, I'll, I'll call you next Friday. Just let me take it in. You know, it's, it's a big risk for me and for my family. And I just bought a home. So let me just kind of think about it and then I'll reach out again. So week goes by, call him back on Friday. And uh, he's like, oh, man, I just gave somebody the tour. You know, I found another guy. Uh, and I gave him the job. And I was like, ah, oh. I was like, well, if you need a second opinion or just want to meet in person and, and just get a feel for who I am as a person and how I run my business and how I can maybe help you, uh, let's get together. And he's like, how soon can you be here? It's like, just let me know. So he ends up the same day he booked me a flight. So next day I was in Texas. Uh in the morning and we just kind of got together and it's, uh, the rest is history. So the guy that he quote unquote hired, what happened to him? Uh, he ended up, I, I'm not sure what issues he, he had, uh -huh. but uh, obviously I, I don't think uh, I, I actually hired him to work for, for my crew after he worked here for a couple months. Okay. But he was not very uh, a very driven uh, individual, you know. So yeah, and I'm Aaron. It, it didn't work out. Yeah, Aaron's a. I met Aaron once, and I, I know he's smart enough to hire you. So I, I know he's definitely smart enough to realize that that guy wasn't it, and that's probably why he said, "You know what? Even though I just hired someone, I'm still going to spend the money, fly you out, put you up for a night." And, and it was probably a you know good thousand dollar decision he made. It was, yeah. We're now profitable, and I've got a crew of fifteen people now. Yeah. So we've we've grown a lot. And it ain't done yet. The growing no, part, not. I know that for sure. This is just the beginning. Yeah. I mean, staying with that before we jump into something else, that feeling of being wanted, I don't know about you, and I know I'm older than you, but there's not and as you get older, it's less and less. There's nothing better than that feeling. The older we get, when someone wants you and you're in demand and you're wanted somewhere whether it's something stupid like reselling one of their products or hey take a picture with me or you know i want to can you post this on your social media page and it, it's like a drug worth having every day and it's better than just about anything you know that feeling of just being wanted feeling wanted do you feel that uh i i definitely do um i'm happy here i'm kind of glad i'm i'm excited I'm glad I'm here. Yeah. Uh, I was I was looking for a change. Uh, I've talked about it with a couple of the guys in the industry that that I talk to pretty often, and I was ready for a change. And when this opportunity was offered, I was like, "Man, this is it!" Right? You know, it's just it's just a big uh the big risk of moving everything and starting fresh. And and uh, 
I'm I'm pretty fearless when it comes to taking a, a decision like that. My biggest issue was having to go work for somebody. I've yeah. been I've been an entrepreneur. I was self-employed since I was 19, about 19 years old. So from there, I'm 35 now. Uh, so I've always been self-employed and never really liked working for anybody. Mm. Uh, but here it's, I, I, I think the, the big reason why it worked for me here is because I manage this operation. Aaron doesn't really get involved. Uh, there is some final decisions that he's got to take. But it's not like you got a boss that's hovering over you, making sure you do right. It's like from day one, it's like, hey, this is your operation. You run it as you want. Uh, we just got to make some money. I love that. You know, you can tell Aaron is a driven businessman and he surely, you know, landed himself one with his own premonition and hunch. He was right. And this operation placed in front of you, it's a big one. And it, I mean, it's about to get bigger. You guys have already bought about a dozen of our 30 inch long arms. And when they're going, they're going all day long. You're not sewing for 10 minutes. You're all day long. And on top of those machines, you guys have, you know, four CNC machines, sewing and cutting. When I visited last month, the operation was just like a well-oiled machine, but it ain't done yet. Aaron has this expansion plan and, you know, you're right in the middle of it where you guys are expanding, expanding and getting bigger. Um, which is crazy to me, which is great. Um, you know, the CNC machines that you guys use, we also sell and you're running them all day. Tell us about the ABM CNC machines, why you have confidence in, why you have confidence in them versus other units. You know, it's one thing for me to tell people, hey, buy the CNC machines from me. They're going to help your operation and they're going to do this, this and that. Tell me why, um, you know, someone should entrust these units. Uh, for one, the service is, is, it's awesome. If we got any hiccups with the machine, usually we can get somebody here the next day and they're here usually all day, making sure the machine's running good before, before the, you know, they go and take off. Um, I noticed the, uh, the stitching itself, it's, it's better than compared to the other machines. Oh yeah. Um, the size of the frame. Uh, just overall, the the mach- the table, the machine, everything I, I feel is is built a lot better, right? And it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty easy to use. Uh, I've I've got two people on that department now that I kind of just handed the machines over, gave them some training, and you know now they're running on the machines all day. They don't stop. We just keep feeding them one after another. And it's Great still machine. not, it's still not enough. You probably need, you're by the time you and Aaron are done, you're going to need three more of them. Oh yeah. I've already asked for another one <laughs> just to keep up. That's awesome. So golf car King is a company that is for sure on top, continuing to grow anything revolutionary or big coming out that you can leak to us. Give us something on the inside, or I don't want to get you in trouble. Um, I just, I just posted a picture of the new seat, uh, the new seat design that just came out. That's going to go into production. Uh, we're doing a split back seat and a bench style seat. So I'm bringing basically the automotive style upholstery into the golf cart world. So I'm trying to incorporate those two and, and build something pretty unique. That well, that's what you've been doing. 
and all these other golf cart companies. And I've sold a couple machines to, to these guys and they're, they're copying you and Aaron's blueprint. That's exactly what they're doing. Um, I've actually got a lot of followers from competitors. Yeah. Which is great. You know, um, I'm not worried about it. I'm pretty confident. Um, but we're, we're definitely going to keep pushing, you know, to, to, to outdo everybody else. Love it. All right. Let's have some fun. Enough of the serious stuff. Um, let's just get you on the rapid fire hot seat, which I know you've heard the, the episodes before. So you know what it is. Throw some questions out to you. Most of it will be quick answers. Some you can camp out, but for the most part, try to be as quick as you can. All right. You ready to go? Okay. All right. Would you rather shoot guns or eat tacos? Ah, man, that's a tough one. (laughs) That's a tough one. I knew it would be. Mexican, so. But I'm going to say I'd rather shoot guns. I really enjoy it. All right. Me too. Your next truck. What's the truck? And give us the color combo. My next truck is going to be a short bed uh, 67 and 69 F100. Okay. Um, White. I've been wanting to, I've been wanting to build a white short bed, uh, and just big wheels, you know, okay. wheels. All right. What do you see yourself doing 10 years from now? Uh, 10 years from now, I'm going to say, uh, man, I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. All right. I'll give it to you. Real estate, real estate mogul still running the operation at, golf car king but from a distance almost like a consultant because Aaron's not going to want you to retire at 45 and you ain't going to want to retire at 45 either I don't think uh even if I would retire at a young age I still gotta I still gotta stay busy yeah for sure so you'll have your 17 jobs and you know build your empire yeah hopefully by then the kids will take over that business and you know be making a ton of money right sounds good to me all right. Serious question. I pose it every once in a while and I'm getting tired of the answers. I asked this question to uh, Courtney Hansen last week and I lost right in front of him. Who's better looking me or Phil Cato? Uh, I think I'll pass on that one. Come on, man. Don't tap into <laughs> your, fe- not going to tap into your feminine side for a second. I knew it was going to make you nervous with that one. That's a tough one. Well, you're not attracted to me or Phil. Come on. Uh, no, none of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, celebrity crush now. Celebrity crush now. I don't really have one. All right. Well, it ain't me and it ain't Phil. And you know, we're uh, he's a celebrity, not me. But, you know, I gave you mine, Adele, which is blows people away. But I did it. She's my number one. Okay. All right. What's the next animal's? After the chickens, and you said ducks. I don't know about the ducks, but what's the next animals you're going to buy for the ranch? I'm going to buy some goats. Okay. Help with cutting the lawn? Yes, <laughs> I got way too much uh, tall grass. and I need help. <laughs> you get like 17 goats just to friggin' mow the lawn. Yeah. All right, when are the horses and cows coming in? Uh, that's going to be a little later, you know. It's, it's a big responsibility where... Having all those type of animals. You got to be able to house them. You got to be able to feed them, take care of them, the whole shooting match. Yeah, I got to build corrals and all that stuff. So I'm not quite ready for that yet. Yeah, that's brutal. Um, I see you guys out there mowing the lawn now. Where the heck do you find time to do all this? And are you using slave labor over there with the kids? (laughs) 
<laughs> my youngest one, she's she's uh she's like my shadow. So if I'm out there doing something, she wants to help. Oh, that's nice. Um so it's just when I get home and if I got time, I'll just I'll just tackle it. Okay. What businessmen do you look up to now? Businessman, uh Robert Kiyosaki. I read a lot of his books. Okay. Dan Pena is another one. Super raw. I love it. Those two are my favorite. Okay. All right. And the last one. No family members. We talked about before with having dinner. Now I'm going to put you on the spot. Family member or friend, past or present, that's no longer here. Who are you having one day with where you're spending that day? Dial it back to the way it used to be because you miss them. Who is it? Grandparents. Okay. Yeah. I miss them. Not easy. Yeah, it's a tough one for sure. Yeah. And how long have they both been gone? Uh, uh, it's, it's been it's been several years. Okay. I think twenty twelve is when they uh, passed away. Wow. All right. Well, I'm not old enough to be your parents, but I'll definitely be your brother. So you got one for life in me. Um, now we have a little bit of fun. This is the last one and we're done. I know if you've heard my little game called burning house, there's three people in it. You can only save one, but this time I'm giving you two. This, <laughs> this is going to be hard for you. So you tell me who, who you're going in to save and the other one's going bye-bye Joe Biden or Nancy Pelosi. Oh, they they can they can both burn. You got to pull one, bro. That's that's the rules. Um, man, (laughs) I don't know. I don't. That's a tough one, dude. Uh, let's. I've given you some questions you haven't been able to. It's the third question you didn't want to answer. Give me one. If I had to pull one, I would say Joe Biden. Because he's he's closer to death, or because you like him a little more than her. I don't like none of them. <laughs> I was going to say just pull her because she's a female. That's about the only the only difference for me. And she doesn't have as much power. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Right, at least I made a couple of questions hard on you. You know, that's a tough one for sure. I yeah, definitely pull- let them both burn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, man, this was awesome. I really don't even want it to end. I, I have other things we could go over, talk about, but um. I don't know. I just think this is a home. I think this was a home run. It's a great episode. Something a little different. I'm trying to do that with, with the latest groupings. And, uh, we definitely, we definitely want a different route on this one. Yeah. Uh, I do want to add though, is, uh, for those experienced uh, trimmers, if I, I know I experienced just when I was trying to learn, but if one of these young guys reaches out asking questions, you know, wanting to pick your brain a little bit, as far as how you do things, uh, take the time to answer, you know, a quick reply. I know everybody's busy. Yeah. But it goes a long way. <clears throat> um, that that type of information that only years of experience are going to teach you, it's it's going to be very valuable to somebody who's uh, just getting their feet wet. Uh, I know I've reached out to several people, Shannon being one of them, Stitchworks, uh, and they are, they would always reply. I was surprised yeah. uh, when, you know, 
they even gave me their phone number, talked on the phones and, and, uh, it's, it's, it's very, uh, it's very, um, how can I say it? Uh, I'm, I'm at a loss for right now. It's like, it's refreshing. It's kind, it's paying it forward. It's everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, helping people. Uh, I think that one of the true measures of a man woman for that matter, whatever is helping someone when there's really no benefit to you. Benefit. And if yeah. you do that over and over and over again, uh, you'll be aces with me as well. And uh, guys like you mentioned and some others that are out there are literally, you know, they have no benefit helping somebody with something or, uh, you know, giving advice or, you know, sometimes I try to, I, I'll send people to like competition. I'm like, I don't care. Like if I, if it helps you more with what's available, here you go, then go do it. You know, I, at the end of the day, I want to wake up, look in the mirror and, and, and like what I, what I see back. So I'm, yeah. I'm, with, I'm with you on that. It goes a long way for sure. Yeah. Yep. All right, buddy. Well, listen, thanks again for coming on. This was awesome. Um, I hope you guys all liked it. And, you know, if you did, I never asked you guys to do this, but I need reviews. We need reviews on, uh, especially Apple podcasts. I like to get the rankings up. I know I only do them once a month now or once every six weeks, but give us some reviews. You know, not a lot of guys are, or out there doing that. We have like 40 some odd reviews and, you know, and we have a boat ton of followers and this is time for us. It's, it costs time it costs money and then all my guests are coming on and you know june just in the middle of his work day just you know pulled an hour and 10 minutes to do this so um yeah get those reviews coming in and share it on your outlets let's let's get this thing bigger and better and you know who knows where it'll go yeah and uh also one thing is uh shout out to all those veterans today thank you for your service yeah we're recording on veterans day good call so thank you guys and thank you, Mal, for 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 doing this. You know, for all the all the people in the, in, in in this industry, kind of putting a, a spotlight on on everybody. Uh, that's nothing. Uh, man. Just you, uh, the hog ring. It's it's pretty awesome. You guys are doing this. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah, there's uh, not much I'm good at. If this helps a little bit, then wonderful. But uh, going back to the veterans, we are literally nothing and nowhere without our veterans. Nothing and nowhere. Let that sink in and, you know, uh, you just, we're not, we're like every other country out there, you know, that, uh, that, that has to fight for their freedoms and, you know, battle just to, you know, try to have a normal life and, you know, just the standard freedoms that we have, it's because of our veterans and that's it. They're, yes, sir. You know, you don't believe it or it's something that, you know, you don't wholeheartedly believe in and you, you better you better do some self-reflection because these people sacrifice their families, their lives, their wants, their dreams. They sacrifice it all so we can, you know, wake up every day and be free, period. Yes, sir. All right, man. Good stuff. I'll, I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. We're always chatting somehow. Awesome, man. Yeah, right, good one. Take Later, it man. easy. Bye. Thanks for listening in today, everybody. If you learned something new and liked what you heard, make sure to subscribe for more NC Shop Talk. Do me a favor and help us grow this sucker. Share this show on your social media feeds and with anyone else who'd love to hear it. 
Thanks for giving us a listen. And until next time, remember to get out there and make it happen.